Hello, and welcome to Most Talk About Nothing, a show about movies, music, and more, where we continue on our endless journey in search of something to talk about. As always, I'm your host, Grant Ingram, and joining me today is none other than Grant Skillen. How you doing, Grant? I'm doing good. I'm officially a college student now, so I'm getting old, but good. Yeah, yeah. I, um, weird thing is, you're older than me, and yet I feel older than you, because I've been doing this for way too long. It's, it's complicated, but... Yeah. I'm doing good. Good, good. It is so good to be back. We're sporting our, our little podcast hats. Um, we're on a network now. That's really stinking cool. Um, shout out to the Cultured Nerd Podcast Network. Go give them a follow everywhere. If you're watching on YouTube, well, they're on YouTube too. Just check out the Cultured Nerd. Follow them on Instagram at the Cultured Nerd. And Twitter, same, hand, same handle, I believe. Yeah. So, today... We are interviewing a human, a real human. He's a Twitch streamer. He's a YouTuber. He is behind the latest, and to my knowledge, the first Destiny fan-made animated project called Ace, which you can watch now on YouTube. At And his name is Average Maddie. Maddie is a really cool guy. We recorded this interview yesterday, which is why if you're watching, you'll notice that I suddenly have a beard. Um Yes, in my case, he suddenly doesn't have a beard, um, and why I have a hat, and then I won't. Yeah, and um, I think we both changed clothes since then, hopefully. Uh, it's a similar color shirt, but different yeah. shirt. Yeah, yeah, we both we both changed clothes. So, yeah, here, without further ado, here it is. So we're here today with Average Maddie. First off, how are you doing? You doing all right? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Glad to Glad to be here. So you, you sat down to create Ace. How did that project begin? Like, what was the inception of this? Oh, man. Uh, truth be told, um, I probably don't say this too often. I say this live sometimes. But uh, before I started streaming, I was an actor uh, here in L.A. And um, because I was grinding so hard on, on Twitch and YouTube and all that, and I was kind of ignoring when my agent was sending me auditions for like commercials and, and, and whatnot. And, you know, I always told him if it wasn't like a pilot or something that was really big to take me away, I'm going to have to turn it down. Because if you miss stream days or if you miss, you know, YouTube uploads, you know, it can affect your stuff. And I remember she got really mad at me. I don't, I still to this day, I still have to email her. I don't know if she dropped me or not, but she was very upset. I remember I sat here and I was like, how do I kind of merge these two worlds together? How do I, you know, create something that's, kind of in the acting world and then also in the gaming world and the streaming world that I'm in, in Destiny. And I wrote a super short script, which was rewritten many, many times. And I just started cold calling uh, these motion capture studios here in LA. I just started throwing Hail Marys. And um, some of them were super rude. Because, <laughs> you know, if you're not like a big studio, they're like, who are you? You know, why are you calling us? Um but two studios were nice enough to actually have like multiple meetings with me and, and calls and uh, basically just kind of tell me how it goes, you know, from from the facial scans to, to how it works in the studio and the cost. The cost was a huge one. That was like a sticker shock. Um, that's kind of how it started. <laughs> yeah. So, so what made you go? This is something I can accomplish. Like this, once you got past that initial sticker shock, how did you decide to do it? So I have this problem, and I guess it's not like a problem; it's like a good thing. But like sometimes with some things, it can be a problem. 
um i have a little bit of like an obsessive personality so like if i if i kind of set myself to do things like i won't stop thinking about it and trying every avenue until it gets done uh you know it was the same thing when i started on stream and streaming on twitch and that's super hard and, and we ended up you know getting to a good place and so i i thought you know what maybe we can crowdfund uh this amount because at first the project was supposed to only cost I think it was like 15,000. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll put in like $8,000. We can probably crowdfund like seven grand or something like that and then just get to the studio and we can do this. And it started kind of snowballing into uh, the studio was like, um, all right, now now that you have your face scans, uh, what about the head model? And I was like, what's that? And they're like, you need to hire somebody to like make a bald version of your head. And I'm like, okay, can you guys do that? They're like, yes, but it's very expensive. So like, I had to find somebody else to do it. I'm like, okay, here you go. And they go, okay, who's doing your grooming? I was like, what's that? They're like, your hair. I'm like, well, can't you guys do that? And they're like, it's very expensive. So like, I had to find like, so the cost very easily and very quickly uh, started started rising really really fast. So I started I started doing man so many meetings. Like I think all year last year I did. I would say confidently between two to 300 meetings, like one-on-one -on -one meetings with people. It was here, sign this NDA real quick before we hop into this call. They would sign it, send it back. I'd put it into a folder and I'd go, okay, great. Here's the script. Here's what we're doing. Here's our tiers. It was like a private Kickstarter. And these are the things you get for the tiers. And um, if you have any questions, let me know. And sometimes people got excited and was like, you know, oh, I want to go for this very high tier. And I was like, I was like, thank you so much, but I'm going to give you 24 hours because when you tell someone as exciting as like, hey, I'm making a Destiny series, like a fan-made Destiny series, and it's going to be super high-end and it's only going to get more and more high-end, first thing, you know, people get so high, they're like, oh, no, just throw money at this. But I need it to be solid. So it was like, you know, I gave people time throughout the year to make payments and then I fronted all the money for, for the project, which was, you know, in hindsight, to be honest, like the stupidest move. <laughs> <laughs> like, such a dumb move but um that's that's how it worked yeah it was it was tough so wow. what what got you into destiny so you were talking kind of about the show a little bit and some of the production but what made you get into destiny and kind of how did that enjoyment of destiny get into i want to make a show about it i know you mentioned the acting but what what was the spark of like i want to make a show and then ace like how did that come about uh I've been streaming Destiny for a little over two and a half years. At the time, it was we hit our two-year mark. And I love Destiny. I love it a lot. Even though sometimes, you know, if you play it, the game may not be in the state that some people might like. And there's whatever it was. Um, but that game really meant a lot to me. Destiny 1 was a big part of my, you know, my, my gaming history with my friends. You know, I'd wake up and play Trials and, you know, for way too long. And, and we'd do raids and, and Nightfalls and all that stuff. And... The story of it is just fantastic. And when I wrote the script, I remember I, I wrote, I just wrote, I just, I kind of like, I wrote it kind of in sections and I was like, this ending is really good, but how does it make, how does it make sense? Yeah, sorry, my dog. How does it make sense? And, and, you know, I asked a buddy who knows lore and he goes, Ace never existed, <laughs> you know? Kate's family technically never existed. Are you sure you want to write this? And I was like, a hundred percent. I was like, you know, I love Cade. You know, they they killed him off. Very sad. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, Cade. And um, I was like, I think 
this could have been one of the best stories ever to show kind of this these episodes of you know his son and Cade and kind of the experiences that they can go through you know whether that's you know action adventures you know back to back taking out enemies and then maybe some actual father son moments where maybe they get into an argument you know and we see that play through so I just love the world it's a big part of me it's 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 a big part of my my kind of gaming and and my job right now so I thought you know what I have this community that loves this game if we're gonna do it we might as well do it in destiny for this for this first project wow so it's not like based in any of the lore or it's a sort of does it well you know it's funny because like we have all four episodes kind of like outlined and we know the ending and we were trying to see what kind of backlash we got as far as like the community going like wait a second like this isn't lore accurate like you know you you know you piece it you know it's like technically yeah technically i think i think bungie came out and said Cade's been resetted so many times his family his, his wife and his kid technically didn't exist it was just a coping thing for him so I kind of took that and I wrote this this script. Technically, we could still make this lore accurate at the end, but I kind of want to go with the story that we're going to tell, more or less. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could you could say you know this was a false memory or whatever, but it, I, I really like what I've seen thus far. I appreciate that. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, I mean it was a crazy project. We hit probably every bump that we possibly could have, uh, making it. And, um, to the point where, you know, I know, I know some people said that it was kind of short. We actually had to take out three minutes <laughs> from the episode semi last minute that we're going to be releasing later, um, to kind of show a little bit more story, but I'm, I'm really excited to kind of get the second one off the ground. Uh, hopefully we can, cause we're, we're, we're trying to get funding for it now. How is that going? Or is it looking like we'll see more or is it kind of, well, I mean, like I said, man, I, I won't stop until it happens, but it's it's tough, dude. I mean, the the budgeting for the second episode um is roughly around 160,000, right? Wow. If we were going to make a 20-minute episode, and it sounds crazy because, you know, you say, "Oh, we're trying to make this fan-made project and 20 a 20-minute episode, not including credits, will cost 160,000." If you break it down, it's like, you know, it'll take two and a half days at a studio. We have uh, we have this absolute legend that we actually brought onto the team. His name is Richard Dorton. You guys don't know who he is. He's the mocap man. He's been doing it for 20 years. He's been in every game. He teaches how to uh, actually be in a motion capture suit, and he has classes. He's just so legendary. And we threw a Hail Mary. We, we, I emailed him, and we had a Zoom, and he was super excited to come on board. So we have him. We have two new characters for the second episode. We have a full stunt choreography team like a fight choreography stunt team of like three people. So it's like a good amount of people. We have to bring on two animators and we have a composer, we have an audio engineer and we have all these things that we have to kind of get done. And especially the face scans, that's kind of the chunk of it. You know, we finish the face scans, we send it to a studio that just works on face realism. Um, Cause we didn't have all of them for the first project. <laughs> so like my face looked good, but you know, it, it, it didn't look, you know uh, like that uncanny Valley kind of, look that we're going to be achieving for the second one wow yeah i can wow. see how when you start it's like why would it be that much money for a 20 minute episode but when you start just every single piece that goes into it you go, okay that makes sense and that makes sense animation is just so expensive it's so exciting because there's so much you can do with it but it, it is so hyper expensive you know um 
but after that first day at the studio it, it was addicting you know we suited up they, they were putting the dots on my face we were doing some scenes and I, I looked around i was like i can't believe we're doing this you know <laughs> i was like this is the coolest thing ever yeah yeah so have you have you heard anything from like you know bungie have they reached out to you have you gotten any sort of traction there <laughs> no 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 we were all holding our breaths um Throughout the year, I think I sent like nine emails to Bungie, to their licensing team and to their PR team. And I tried to get like an open communication from somebody, but um, I couldn't. I just couldn't. And when this came out, we were all, you know, super worried. I I was like, like before I wasn't that worried about, again, as we got closer, I'm like, do you think like they'll sue us over this? (laughs) And like people started getting scared. And um, it was one of those things that's like, I, I hope they've seen it. I hope they've seen it and I hope they love it. And I hope it's almost like a love letter to like, we went through all this just for you guys. Uh, Hopefully you guys like it, you guys in the community, but I haven't heard anything. We did submit it for movie of the week. So I guess this, this coming TWAB Thursday, you know, Mm -hmm. if it wins, maybe they'll say something, but like, you know, I'm still kind of (laughs) scared. Yeah. I'm sure you've got a, you've got a better chance than most. Like, you know, you never know when it comes to movie of the week, you know, <laughs> it could be. I mean, personally, I submitted, you know, playing the cowbell in the tower. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't know how the, the, you know, you are a direct competitor is. now. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Grant. Yeah. <laughs> you're ruin this for me. <laughs> to clear the record, this Grant, not me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Grant right here. Yeah. So I guess another thing to, I'm, I'm kind of curious about, how did you like a lot of these voices and these characters are so iconic. How did you go about recreating, you know, Ikora and Cade? How did you, how did you do that? Uh, that was super tough. So like in the beginning of the project, I, you know, was dumb and I thought we could do anything. So I reached out to Lance Riddick and Nolan North and their agents like came back and they were like, what are you doing? And I was like, Oh, you know, I wanted to see, you know, what their day rate would be. I just need to read like literally a few lines. Like just a couple of words. And then, you know, and they were like, did Bungie give you the okay for this? And I was like, well, no, not yet. They will. <laughs> and he was like, come back with that. <laughs> so then we got out to get more creative. And with the voice of Ikora, funny enough, I found a voice actress on Fiverr. I used, I used Fiverr for so many things. And she sounded great. And when it came to Ghost, I'm a big fan of Dinklebot, you know, mm-hmm. so... Uh, someone in my community had this amazing voice. I've been telling him that he should submit to, to voiceover agencies. And I use him for this project and I loved it. And funny enough, uh, a friend of mine, another content creator, his name is MP Edits. He has kind of this like weird twang in his voice. And we were playing one night and I was hearing him and he said something and I was like, wait a second. I was like, you kind of sort of sound like, like Kate a little bit. I'm like, can you send me some voice lines? And he like was not happy about it. Like his recording is like, all right, Maddie. Like this is me doing Cade. Uh, I don't think I sound like him, but um, I'm doing this for you. So here you go. And like <laughs> he like sent me some stuff. I'm like, no, this is actually really good. This is perfect. Wow. So I'm hoping we can kind of work that into the second episode because Cade definitely has a lot more lines, and um, hopefully we can get it to sound just about right. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Cade alive again. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if much of our audience are Destiny fans, but for anyone who is and doesn't know who Dinklebot is, um, Peter Dinklage was the original voice of the ghost. Um, it was very, very monotone. Mm-hmm. And 
Noah North, in my opinion, does a better ghost, but Dinkobot is just a legend. Um, we've it's just a nostalgia hive. thing. Yeah, yeah, we've woken the hive. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I guess it was like Funtown, but he was my bot, you know? Yeah, I mean, mine too, but it's what happens when you pick up a telephone and call in the role. Like it's... <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess. I guess I just like created so many memories in that in Destiny 1 when he was the ghost that like when they switched, I just never, <laughs> never accepted it. And I, I enjoyed it too, but I think looking back, I'm like, I think Noah North probably does a better voice for the ghost. <laughs> What's He's even so talented. What's weirder is how iconic Dinklage became, though he was only the ghost for like what six months, a year max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was because of the spike of Destiny One at that time. Like so many people played, it was such in a good spot that like mm-hmm. everyone kind of like adopted that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So something just kind of production side that I'm very curious about when you mm-hmm. were going about creating like enemy models and that kind of thing, were you able to like get any sort of like official models or are you hand doing all of these or do you have animating or animators that are drawing all these uh i think we ripped them <laughs> i think we, <laughs> i don't know if i can get trouble saying that but what we did was we used so like there was this discord that has like a bunch of like destiny models mm-hmm. and i don't know if somebody made those or like if they ripped them but like we used some of those and then we added like a bunch of texture for that. So there's like that night in the intro. Uh, our animator Ninkin like spent so long like retexturizing and kind of making it look a little more realistic. Um, the hive ghost coming up, obviously the, uh, you know, the uh, actual hive and the cabal. Um, so, yeah, I think that I think that was just ripped. And then we retextured them all to make them look a little um I hope this doesn't sound like insulting to Bungie, but like we just made it look a little better. You know what I mean? Like texture wise. <laughs> I mean, it goes from having to be a game to now it's a kind of a movie type thing. It makes okay, sense. exactly. Yeah. I was like worried that would come off like we ripped it. We made it better. You know, we made, we made it movie quality. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. We we try to make it look as good as, as humanly possible, um, which is fun. Yeah, that was actually the whole reason I was asking. I'm like, holy crud, these guys did a <laughs> phenomenal job. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know with the second one, we were talking about getting Aces, like, doing, like, custom armor for Ace. Because, like, we had some issues initially with the armor, and we have to redo the hair because the hair was giving us issues for, like, eight months. Like, it was <laughs> pain in the butt. But, um, yeah, yeah, it was, I think that's, that's yeah. <laughs> How long did it actually take to, to do from, you know, start of production to now? So exactly a year ago, uh, I was sitting here and I was writing the script and I was doing the calls. Uh, I think it was at the end of January, I found out the costs from the studio and from February, the beginning of February to almost the end of February, I, I was just doing meeting after meeting every day. And eventually I think we got 20K pledged and I was like, okay, the studio wants... 28,000 and change for 12 hours and the face scans. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, we got this. Like if we, if we got like this much in just like a month, we'll definitely be able to get the eighth K easy. What, what could go wrong? What could go? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So, so we ended up fronting the money for the studio. We went right away and we ended up going to the studio at the end of April. Um, and it was just a day again. Like I got there at like 8am, I think from like eight to 10, 
I was in this big cage uh, with all these, you know, cameras. And then we were only there for two hours because we could only afford 15 out of the 50 scans because <laughs> wow. it was it was super expensive to be there. And then we spent like another 12 hours going to the actual studio, which was like in the door over it. Like there was like a door that just led to the studio, suited up, got all the scenes ready, got all the sets ready and, and started pumping out these scenes. I think it took another six to seven weeks to actually get all of those files back from the studio because like we needed to get the face rigged from one studio, send it back. And there were some issues and like there always is. Um, and uh, I think we finally got all the files by the end of July, maybe. And then the day, the night before the release at like three, four in the morning is when we finished. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, it was bad. It was super, super scary. A lot of tense moments. Uh, but like, yeah, like literally just a few hours before we released it, it was done. Wow. That's a, that's a long time, but it also seems like a surprisingly like short time for that like a, that quality yeah we like i said we hit so many bumps you know we went from two animators to one animator and we had to cut these scenes out and then one animator had to like pick up the fight sequence like that fight sequence right before ace gets like blown up by a ship mm-hmm. was supposed to be not his job but he had to like do it last minute so like we had to change that fight scene was actually a lot longer <laughs> it was like this whole thing that we did so it's like we kind of had to improvise and we had this important kind of moment. Um, I think it was like in December and it was like, we either need to find three $3,000 and push this back to March and make this and, and do all the scenes or we release this in January and we release it as is and we hope that everybody loves it and it's almost like a catalyst to allow us to kind of get the second episode funded. Because the second episode, we can finally do it how we wanted to, as as high end as we wanted to, with the face scans and the realism and a couple more animators for sure. And is it looking like that's what's happening? Is it like uh, it- we're talking to like so like the thing is it's like it's, I'm not I'm not crowdfunding this one because like you know I like my youth you know I'm gonna get gray hairs if I do it a second time. <laughs> So I want to try to find like five or six major investors that want to invest in our production company, Dream Big Productions. And so that we only have six people that we have to like talk to. So like if someone's in at like 50K and we have someone at like 25, then someone at whatever it might be. I'm talking to someone right now that could possibly fund the second episode. I, I don't know. You know, he seems he's, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, throw me a number and I'll see if I can do it. And I'm like, "Uh," (laughs) like, (laughs) so, you know, hopes are high, but we're either going to get funded right away or it's going to take a few months Um, because, you know, gathering up, you know, the plan was to gather up like 120,000 from investors and then kickstart the last chunk, which I think could be pretty easy. Um, So. Once we can do that, I think it'd be a lot easier to get three and four done. And yeah, cheaper. Would, right, because once you get all those face scans, you don't have to buy those again. And Yeah, and those are super, like, it's going to cost us, like, I think, like, 40 or 50K just to get those wow. done. Gosh. It's, it's, face, it's face scans, and then we send it to a studio that specializes in just face and face animation. So they're going to make it just look as real as me and you speaking, you know? Wow. But once we have that, we have that. So then we can do a lot with it. Yeah. That. Get, get that get that cost out of the way and then you're okay 
yeah and then episode three episode three being like we we want to make it like 45 minutes long like like a really long episode that should only cost like you know don't quote me on this because i'm just gonna throw out a number but that could only cost like eighty thousand or something you know um and be longer and be that same kind of great quality so it's like it's like i think we can do it but (laughs) it's you know it's scary you yeah. have you have a lot of the upfront costs that are making it more expensive for the first couple, and then it kind of just goes back down. Like, okay, this is it gets easier. Yeah, exactly. And I can't afford to front the money again because I think I'm still like thirteen thousand dollars like in debt. Not like it's not like I'm like negative thirteen k in the bank, but you know, there's thirteen k I put into the project that like I'm definitely not getting back. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like. I don't want to like go to the second episode and, and you know do what I do with this first one. It's like, oh, we need a storyboard. Yeah, we need that for investors. And like, oh, we need this. Like, yeah, okay, I'll just pay that real quick. And like, it, it adds up for mm-hmm. presentations. And now it's like, hey, we did this first episode. That's <laughs> like, like, hey, here's the link to the YouTube video. Like, this is what we did on a relatively small budget, like not knowing a thing, like just freestyling the whole thing, basically. Yeah, and it's incredibly impressive. I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah. So you mentioned you your production company, Dream Big. Are there like once you get all this done, hopefully, or ha- has there been talks about Dream Big becoming something bigger than that? Are you dreaming bigger? Yeah. Yeah. So the idea was the idea was two roads. It was we can do these episodes and we now have the street cred to go, this is what we can do, right? We were gonna submit it to like film festivals. Like, obviously, ones that don't, like, pay because I'm not trying to, like, get in trouble or do this for money, but kind of get, like, enough street cred so it's like, hey, we did these amazing projects, and then we can write our own original movie, animated movie. Um, and I said this before, and people were like, in Destiny? And I'm like, no, no, no. Our own original movie and our own story that we'll, that we'll make up and film film it, and then we'll try to pitch it to, like, Netflix or Amazon or whoever would want to pick it up. The second option would be, um, obviously, and we're still kind of waiting for this, it's Bungie reaches out and they go, hey, this first episode was really great, but never do it again, (laughs) right? Um, Which then we would do, we'd still do the second project, but it would be either in another game, like, for example, like, I'm a huge Silent Hill fan, huge Bioshock fan, just basically any, any game that has this incredible story, we would try reaching out to the developers and be like, hey, is it okay if we make, like, this fan-made project, like a 30-minute short film in your universe. Um, and we'd want to do like one or two of those with the budget that we're thinking just so we can show how high quality we can make it. Yeah. And then do the movie. <laughs> and then do our own original movie. So yeah, hope, hope sort of keep going, yeah. Yeah, so you're trying to get into like actual like film production. That's really cool. I think it'd be fun. I mean, why not, right? Yeah. It's... It's not that hard, you know, it's it's the only thing, and I, and I feel like this is stupid to say, but the only thing that stops you is just money, right? Because, right. like, we have the drive for it. We have, we have these talented people that are, that are on our team working on this, and it's like, we can make these really epic stories that I think everyone wants to watch, but funding, you know, yeah. so. <laughs> money, money is a problem. <laughs> yeah. It can be done. a barrier, yeah. And the way you're talking about it is just, crazy to me like the you know the the third episode could only cost eighty thousand dollars like i'm i'm scoffing over a hundred dollars on a t-shirt like line it could only be 80 grand i know um, i know it's like once you live like in a year in like a world where like the whole year you know we're just throwing out money it's like oh these scans are gonna cost us you know six grand yeah we can do them or this is gonna cost 20 or this is gonna cost whatever 
once you start realizing how how expensive like animation is the bar is so low but so high so like the lowest thing is like 20 grand you're like yeah that makes sense you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah it's like gas prices right like <laughs> You tell someone like 20 years ago, gas is like six bucks. Now they're like, what? You, know, like, you tell them six bucks is a good deal and they think you're crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, and I drove 45 minutes to Costco to get this gas. They're like, you're, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> gosh. So yeah. Yeah. Once you see like the chart, you know, the, the budgeting, you know, sheet that I had to make, it, it, it all kind of makes sense. Like there's no, there's no way to like get around it. It's relative. Know. It's like when you're in the industry, it's just, it, it costs a lot of money to make projects. Yeah. Like I'm sure if you talk to like Spielberg, like his cameras are probably like a million dollars a day to rent out. And like to us, you're like, what? You know, but Timmy's like, just a regular cost, you know? <laughs> so We've got yeah. $300 million budgets. What, what, why? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it's, it's, it's all very expensive, but in, in the big, big view of things, if we were to do this like IRL, like a uh, live action, it would have been way more expensive because yeah. then we actually have to have like those nice Alexa cameras and like a crew and care and like, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, we have to get like licenses and permits to film in certain places. So like, yeah. same thing. Even, even that just raises the bar more, and then you're like, okay, this is the standard now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fifty thousand. Oh, that's that's nothing. You know, that's yeah. pennies. The fourth episode's only going to cost three million dollars. Like, we we can get that. Right. <laughs> well, we did the uh, we did the budgeting for to get episode two, three, and four done, and it was around three fifty. You know, wow. and when you when you say it like that, you know, because here in LA, I used to work with I used to work for this producer, this producer and director. And I called him one night and I was like freaking out. And I was like, I need, it was, was like back in August because I thought that I would be able to get the funding for this in October. And then like this month we would be back in the studio filming. And I was like, Jeff, like I, I, uh, I don't know what to do, man. How do I pitch this? And he goes, how much is your next episode? I'm like 150. And he's like, well, how, how much is the whole like season, like the whole thing you're doing? And I'm like, well, I don't know. And he goes, well, no, find out because... <laughs> When you pitch someone who like when you, when you talk to someone who has a bunch of money and they invest into movie projects, they don't care about what your next episode costs. They want to know what your whole project costs. Yeah, and I'm like, and, and it's easier to get funding for an entire project like that versus you know doing one episode and then scurrying trying to get the next one and then scurrying to get the third episode. So it's um, it's interesting seeing it from like that perspective. So like now you know I try to tell people, well, the whole series is going to cost three hundred fifty thousand. But right now we're looking at 150. Now we kind of like soothes it a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you give the higher number then, but right now it's only. Yeah, yeah I'm going to slap you right now, but later I'm going to punch you. So it's like, you know, that yeah. good stuff. I'm not sure what just happened there. We're going to fix that. Um, yeah. So I guess another thing I was really kind of curious about when you when you set all this up and you you put all this in motion you're you're telling these investors hey we need you know this amount of money but you're not i'm assuming not making any money off of this because it is bungie's ip yeah what what is the what do you give back what is the draw for this like what do i get out of this no like what what are you giving your like your investors what entices them to oh oh thousands? so when we're talking about the second, third, and fourth episode, obviously more money is coming in. It's not like what we did with the first one where backers get like, you know, either merch or they get like the shout out or they get a producer credit or whatever it is. So right now I'm kind of negotiating like 
and this is something that we're never going to do again. Um, but it's basically just like points in the company. So it's basically like percentages. So it's like, hey, this is our plan now. This is our plan uh, after this. Things are going to get really big really fast if we can get this done. And you can be a part of that with us. And it's only for those that kind of invested in us like here in the beginning. Because like, I can I can just put this on Kickstarter and wait a long time and eventually get the funding, right? And it's going to get done. And then our, our production company is going to move forward and we're going to get the third one done and the fourth one done. Eventually, we'll, we'll try to get, you know, our own original movie made. And it's like, if you believe in us and you see this passion, you see this drive and you see, you know, this just absolute obsession to try to make the most amazing visuals and story that we can, um, then then hop on board. You know, so basically it's 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 just percentages in the company. We're trying to bring people on to kind of build our base. Yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. I, I just wanted to ask in case there's somebody out there watching who, you know, just has three hundred fifty thousand dollars lying around. <laughs> hey, um, man, here in L.A., it's like people will just like forget about that. You know, <laughs> I could buy a Lamborghini. I could make this destiny like, thing happen. Yeah. What I spent on breakfast last month, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I, I personally have kind of asked everything I had to ask. Grant, do you have any more questions? Uh, I don't really about Ace, but I guess the last thing would just be, do you want to tell us a little bit about your YouTube channel and your Twitch and kind of what all you do related <clears throat> to Destiny on those? Yeah, you know, it's actually funny you ask. So I started playing Destiny uh, two and a half years ago, and we built this amazing community. Like, we couldn't have done this first project without them. They were extremely generous. A lot of them helped me out in such big ways. Um. And what you have to do, and it sounds kind of grueling, but what you have to do if you're a content creator and you want to grow in Destiny 2, it's on YouTube, you have to make build videos, gun review videos, and guides. Mm-hmm. And everyone's doing the same thing. Like if you go Destiny 2, like on YouTube, you're going to see like build videos, gun review videos, like guides. And like that is the only, and then like, you know, some trials games that are like all the same, you know? Mm-hmm. And I got to a point where I, I like lost it, man. Like, you know, like when you see like the cartoon, like their eyes kind of like flinching, you know, like <laughs> I was like losing my mind. And uh, what I was hoping with, with this project is that we can kind of shift the YouTube channel kind of in a different direction. So with this project out now, um, we plan on doing little mini episodes before getting funded. So I'm going to raise up, I'm going to try to raise like $5,000 to get like a motion capture suit for my apartment. In the space behind me, you know, we can we can film some very easy things, like three minute little episodes, um, and kind of shift it to more of like Ace animated projects and kind of doing like more IRL fun content. Like we have like a bunch okay. of like little mini Mr. Beast videos planned for this year with other content creators. You know, <laughs> like a, like a lot of stuff that again is going to cost like funding, but like how I think about it is if we can do this this first animated project, I don't think it'll be hard to you know get like a life-size Monopoly board built or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like yeah. that. So. I mean, it yeah. can't cost $350,000, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Sneak a little another budget in there. You know? <laughs> but yeah. yeah. That is really awesome. And I, I can't wait to see it personally. So I guess now Shit. that you've told them what those YouTube channels are like, where where can people find those? Uh, Average Maddie, just on, on Twitch, on uh, YouTube, on Twitter, I mean, I'm, I'm everywhere, man. <laughs> I'm there. And then, uh, if you guys wanted to check out the uh, the actual production company website, it's DreamBigAnimations.com, and there you'll see projects that we're working on and, and kind of our team. 
that we have. Yeah, I definitely recommend checking that out and Ace as well. I'll link that in the description as well as all your YouTube and Twitch links. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And Thanks for having me. Yeah, I hope to I hope to see more more stuff coming out of this little Destiny universe you guys are carving out. I appreciate it, man. I really do. Thanks for having me, guys.